Hello, my name's Ian Forth and welcome to Sombrero Fallout, where we listen to alternative music through the prism of intriguing themes. Well, hello there. No disguising the fact that the world appears to be going to hell in the handbasket, speaking in August 2021, but we're here to play you some tunes and maybe even for the even for the duration of an hour to take your mind off things just a little bit. So that's what I'm here to do. We're going to have a listen to some songs that are often called confessional songs, uh, can be autobiographical, can be memoirs, and they're often associated perhaps with uh, a laid-back vibe, uh, acoustics, thrumming and so forth. I'm not denying there's going to be the odd track which conforms to that stereotype. Um, excellent examples they are too, but we're going to have hopefully quite a variety of musical genres uh, within the rather ambiguous term of confessional songs. Perhaps memoirs would be more accurate. And we'll be hearing from, amongst others, uh, Motion City Soundtrack, Judy Sill, Tim Hardin, The Clash, Joni Mitchell, Pedro the Lion, John Grant, Cursive, Beck, Phoebe Bridges, Frankie Cosmos, Sebado, Sharon Van Etten, uh, Florist. And here's a track that perhaps I, I... Maybe I'm doing my listeners a disservice, but... Too many will be super familiar with, some will. And I came across it while researching this program and was quite blown away from it. Blown away by it, rather. Anyway, without more ado, here it is.
I feel exhausted from everyone everywhere from the album called Everyone Everywhere their second album was called Everyone Everywhere which is very confusing if you're trying to find things on the internet and I came across that track when I was doing my research as I often do uh, in a a list called the 100 greatest emo songs of all time and I'd previously thought of emo as I don't know, just a handful of floppy fringe fellas who took life too seriously and whose emotions were too raw, perhaps. But there's Look, there's a hundred tracks here. I haven't listened to all of them. But I found two or three tracks for this program which seem entirely appropriate. Um, and they're not all floppy fringe stuff. That, that song is not, for example. Uh, and there's a very good write-up. It's on uh, vulture.com and Ian Cohen has uh, written a great writer of, of this track uh, amongst his comments. Um, every uh, I Feel Exhausted summarises office, office culture's overtaxed and understimulated existence in one line. I want to smash things, I want a coffee. During the bleary first minutes, Brendan McHugh sings that line as if dragging himself through Monday morning. And when he shouts it during the double-time dash towards the finish line, it's like he's discharging long overdue tasks in a manic rush at 4.57pm on a Friday. Uh, but he also, I think, in tune with our theme when he says, I'd get away from this big scene, from this bright screen. And he's talking about the, the gig economy where there is no, there's never any escape. Almost predicting it because uh, this album is from nearly 10 years ago now. Okay, I, I mentioned there might be a bit of strumming and a bit of uh, acoustic stuff, and here's a track which uh, fits that fits that archetype. But what a lovely track it is! Fire 
Vacation by Florist from their 2015 EP Holdley. Beautiful. Nothing wrong with acoustic strumming when done like that. Let me just say at this juncture, uh, as I mentioned, world's not looking great at the moment. Australia, the cases have just gone through the roof in Sydney, COVID cases, and I know that that's in common with much of the rest of the world, but Sydney uh, definitely... This will be the worst they've experienced it in Melbourne. We've, we've seen a lot of this before and the rest of Australia, but it looks as if, you know, let me just say this, despite some of the governmental efforts rather than because of, 
um, I'm sure in a few months' time we'll be able to move into oh, greener pastures or uplands or however we want to put it, although there have been too many metaphors used by politicians. And also, if you've got any relatives, if you're affected by the situation in Kabul and in Afghanistan more broadly, our sombrero fallout hearts, for what it's worth, goes out to you there in that awful, awful situation, terrible images coming through. All we can do at, at this level is uh, take your mind off it briefly. And we're going to take our minds off things with the next track, uh, making her debut on the podcast. The nature of confessional songs is they can stray into dealing in quite dark material. And I think that song sounds as if it's about an abusive relationship. It was recorded about 10 years ago. By the way, it's Serpents by Sharon Van Etten. 
And I think before the term gaslighting became common parlance, uh, I would guess that that's what that song was effectively all about. Somebody who is trapped in a relationship with someone who is you know, quite nice at times and other times appears to be manipulating them. Sharon Van Etten, long, uh, waited a long time, 82 episodes to hear from Sharon. There she is, very welcome. And almost unbelievably, because... In many ways, they're one of my favourite mid-90s bands. This is the first time we're going to be hearing from these folk. That's the common complaint women have about men, isn't it? You won't say what's on your mind. The, time f- the, the gender polarities are flipped. It's Magnet's Coil by Lou Barlow's group, uh, Sebado, from 1994's. And if we're going to remember Sebado by one album, it's probably that one, Bake Sale. Uh, I saw Sebado a couple of times at the Corner Hotel in Richmond with my friends a few years ago, and uh, they, were, they, they, were, they were great on both occasions. Um, I think one occasion Lou Barlow hadn't had much sleep and uh, it was quite a, you know, a a kind of sloppy show perhaps in some ways but that was the nature of mid-90s lo-fi so it felt true to the genre Okay, what's next Ian? Oh yeah, we're going to have, we're going to have a little one-two from um, some contemporary women who sound rather like this. From the 
street, I see your window, and I look up in. Is that even your house? Is that Sappho you're reading? Is it cool and I don't care? Can you feel me in the air? Under the crack in the door? Can you tell I have no Too stressed out to do the thing that they won't do. But why should I fight back? I'm just not like that. And I'm sorry if I am in a real bad friend. If it's too close to my dear So I look up into your window from the street where I am standing. Is that even your house?
That's Motion Sickness by uh, Phoebe Bridges, Bridges rather, from her album Stranger in the Alps. And I kind of thought that's... Sorry, that's Toby whining to get fed in the background. kind of felt, oh, that's uh, she's kind of still reasonably obscure. I checked how many plays that's had on Spotify. 99 million. So I'm slightly behind the curve in thinking there's any element of alternativeness there. But what a lovely song. You sing in an English accent. I guess it's too late to change it now. I always think of the English singing the American accents, but I suppose it works the other way around as well. I'm trying to think. Uh, does she sing in an English accent? Maybe she does a bit. I, 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 it's harder to hear the other way around, isn't it? Before that, you heard... <laughs> you heard Toby. Uh, before that, you heard... Sappho by Frankie Cosmos, the band. Um, I think that's Greta Klein, isn't it? The daughter of Kevin Klein. From her album Next Thing, which came out in 2016. I probably better go and feed him now. He's not going to leave me alone until I do. So, okay. Let's qu- Sorry, Toby. Let's, let's queue up the next track. I'm going to feed you now.
Actually, a great many, uh, the vast, major- vast majority, the well, majorities always have to be vast. I'd just say most of the bands we're playing tonight are making their debut on the programme, and that was uh, no exception. The Recluse by Cursive from 2003. And there's quite a lot of nice little insights in tonight's programme, I find. That sense of waking up in a stranger's bedroom and house of someone you hardly know. It's not actually not actually an experience I ever came across that much uh, when, when, I, when I was uh, young. It didn't happen that frequently. But it is rather disorientating. Now, next track is not a debutante but falls uh, very nicely into the confessional uh, trope which we're playing at tonight and it it comes from an album which was born of heartache at the end of a a 10 year long relationship and there's a few of those dotted around the musical landscape of the last 50 years and none better um, than the entirety of this album Sea Change by Beck. Fighting. I'm tired of fighting. 
Reflections on the end of a relationship. That's Beck. Big contrast with sexy Beck. Contrast with hip-hop Beck and eclectic Beck. That was very reflective, uh, mordant Beck on Lost Cause from uh, the 2003 album Sea Change. And I saw Beck. I was supposed to Beck when I was still in London uh, at one of the best shows I've I saw in London. I think it was at the one of the Southern London venues, Brixton Academy, probably. Now, I remember one of his support staff or uh, support people played Smoke on the Water, but entirely by the action of the turntables, not any music involved at all, just scratching through the vinyl to produce um, Smoke on the Water. Rather clever. But the rest of the show was, was fantastic. Where are we? We're, uh, we're, 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 we're heading towards a track now that I need to be very careful with when I, when I talk about it afterwards. And I think even before we play it, let's just be clear that the, um, the singer of the song is talking about his own personal experience and what people say to him. Let's be very clear that the words that are actually stated in the song aren't his own personal opinion, quite the reverse. I've felt uncomfortable since the day that I was born. Since the day I glimpsed the black abyss in your eyes. There's no way you could make all of this shit up on your own. It could only come from the mastermind of lies Consider taking my own life Cause I believe the lies about me were the truth It will be magic to watch your transformation When you realize that you've been had It's enough to make a guy like me feel sad 
Cause you tell me that Jesus, he hates Fruit Loops, son I told you that when you were young Pretty much anything you want him to Like sitcoms, pedophiles, and kangaroos Morons who cut in line Three bean salad and parking fines And when we win this war on society I hope your blind eyes will be opened And you'll see the arrogance it takes to walk around in the world the way you do It turns my brain to jelly every time The rage and fear I'm feeling have begun to make me sick And I think that I might be about to commit a crime And you tell me that Jesus he hates homo son We told you that when you were young Pretty much anything you want him to Like cocoa puffs, red cars and Jews Postal clerks who waste your time Weight loss shakes and the local news And when we win the war on society I hope your blind eyes will be opened And you'll see No resentment, hate, and pain actually into into tonight's programs. But the good thing is, it's been transmuted into some really rather wonderful songs, uh, and that was John Grant singing "JC Hates Faggots." And let me make it absolutely clear: I do not endorse the word, etc., etc. And that actually comes from ten years ago when that word, the f that f word, could be used far more freely, I think, than than it can today. But great song, and uh, you can feel his sarcastic bitterness oozing through the cracks there. I heard an interview with, between John Grant and Adam Buxton on his excellent podcast, and he's really quite fascinating fellow. He's with the Tsars, I think, wasn't he, for, for many years. Here's an interesting song that I found doing my emo-style research, and... Um, Seeing Cohen again, he didn't. He only reviewed a handful of the ones on the list, but I seem to have gravitated towards the ones he did. And he describes the following songs. I'll just read you a couple of sections from his review. A song where nothing really happens, but that's the whole point. The inflections of uh, the singer's grave tenor never wave, waver. It moves at the same excruciating tempo of a nagging, persistent resentment. Options, name of the song you're about to hear, condenses years' worth of grudges into a four-minute death march. 
So, uh, not a chuckle along, but another great song.
That's Options by Pedro the Lion from their 2002 album Control. And although it's a few years after the epicenter of the slow core genre, um, that track clearly fits within it. And I shall certainly be going off and exploring more of their work. Bands like Codeine and Idaho. In fact, I thought it was going to almost be a Codeine cover uh, when it started. Great stuff. Thanks, Pedro, although I don't think that's your name. Now, we're going to have something a little more light-hearted, although it does involve someone actually coming out of prison. A memoir of childhood from 1978. We met when we were at school Never took no shit from no one we weren't fools A teacher says we're done We're only having fun You know it just on everyone In the class 
That's The Clash. Uh, Mick Jones on vocals there. Stay Free from the 1978 album Give Me Enough Rope. Mick was really rather good at reminiscences, memoirs of childhood. Pulled off the same tricky game we'd lost in the supermarket a year later on the London Calling album. Heading for the finishing rope now. Finishing tape. Oh, and by the way, in case you're wondering, Toby did get fed. And he's just about to go on a walk with Alex, who has completed his uh, luncheon arrangements. I had to pause because that's always rather an elaborate affair for Alex during lockdown. But good on him. He's expanding his culinary range. OK, uh, here's a couple of tracks which superficially officially, sound quite relaxed, charming and so forth. But dig a little deeper and there's a darker story to be told. If I listened long enough to you I'd find a way to believe that it's all true Knowing 
That Shula eyes, straight face, while I cried. Still I'd look to find a reason to believe Someone like you makes it hard to live without somebody else Someone like you makes it easy to give Never think of myself If I gave you time to change my mind I'd find a way to leave the past behind Knowing that you lied Straight face while I cried Still I'd look to find a reason to believe If I listened long enough to you, I'd find a way to believe it's all true. Knowing that you lied, straight face while I cried, still I'd look to find a reason to believe. Yes, two artists there who tragically lost their lives early on to drug overdoses. Reason to Believe by Tim Hardin from 1966, from the first uh, eponymously named Tim Hardin album. And when I was looking up that track, and you type in Reason to Believe into iTunes, about 10 cover versions come up, but not the original in the first list from Tim Hardin himself, which just about sums up uh, what, what, happen- what happened to him both during his lifetime and in many ways afterwards as well. And before that, Crayon Angels from 1971 from Judy Sill. Sounds like a, as I say, rather a lovely track. But goodness me, Judy Sill's personal life was one hot mess. And uh, I'd encourage you to go and find out a bit more about her. Certainly a unique artist, a very troubled artist. Um, and uh, w- w- well worth having a fossick around in the Judy Sill archive, so to speak. Better hurry up. Here's a track I want to play, and I'll see if I can sneak in one more before the end. Let's get fucked up and die. I'm speaking figuratively, of course, like the last time that I committed suicide. Social suicide. Yeah, so I'm already dead. But I can still pretend With my memories and photographs I've learned to love the lie I wanna know what it's like To be awkward and innocent Not belligerent I wanna know how it feels To be useful and pertinent And have common sense, yeah Let me let me into the club Cause I wanna belong And I need to get strong
Kings of Wordplay, that's Motion City Soundtrack and LGFUAD uh, from their album Commit This to Memory from 2003. Uh, and here's a classic track to see us out on today's podcast. Joni Mitchell there from her album Blue and the uh, title song, an elegy for her unborn child after her abortion. That was from 1971. If you'll indulge me for a moment, I think I might just uh, give a shout out to everybody who's contributed on Friends of Sombrero Fallout since last we met. And it's, it's quite a long, impressive and illustrious list. 
Um, some of these people have posted, some have made uh, erudite comments in reply. Pete Tennyson, John Holland, Steve Amflit, David Hughes, Joe NZ, Pinko Fowler, Michael Leahy, Ian Moore, Michael Mulcahy, Mary Jones, Doug Evans, Connor Tonra, Tim Deal, Ian Key, Stephen Brandes, Luke Finley, Graham Miles, Guy Haslam. And that's obviously not including all the many and varied ticks, loves. Don't think we've had any thumbs down, but you never know. You're entitled. Really does help to know that someone's listening out there. <laughs> um, a moment in the Ron in the Sparks Brothers film when Ron Mail reaches into the camera and says, "Is anybody out there?" When they were going through one of their artistic lulls, and occasionally that's how I feel, but very rarely because I feel embraced and commented upon from the worldwide friends for some fallout community. And without being mushy about this uh, in these times, accounts for a lot. Thanks, everyone. Um, I'm going to be back in about a week's time with a bonus episode, an interview with um, excellent Melbourne alternative comedian Andrew McClelland, who's uh, got a great show for us. Um, I've just been editing it and it sounds real good. See you then. Stay well and uh, um, stay out of mischief. Try to have fun. Bye for now. <laughs>